Well, something that I like to do during the 12 days after Christmas is to do a jigsaw. Um, I have a jigsaw puzzle there, you can see. It's actually of an icon from the church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. And it's only 250 pieces. So I sort of feel I can just about manage that uh, in that lovely downtime after Christmas services are all over. Someone today actually gave me one which is called Summer, which is a thousand pieces which are blue. So that's going to be more of a challenge. But as I do this puzzle, which is quite a nice little one, I'm taken back to the couple of times that I've been privileged to spend time in Bethlehem, visiting that church of the Nativity, which has a very small door that you have to literally bend over to get through, supposedly put there in the early centuries to keep invaders on horseback out. I recall the silver 14-pointed star in a cave underground, which is thought to mark the spot where Jesus was born and where he was laid in a manger, in the cave with the animals. Many of the homes there are carved out of the limestone caves with the animals on the lower level and the family living in the level above, warmed by the heat coming up from the animals below, who no doubt kept Jesus warm. I recall too the checkpoints that we had to pass through from Jerusalem to enter Bethlehem, located as it is in the occupied West Bank, just a few kilometres from Jerusalem, but a world away with the separation wall forming a formidable barrier. I remember how we as tourists and pilgrims were waved on through the checkpoint without any challenge at all. And I remember how warmly welcomed we were by the local Palestinian Christians, many of whom were involved in olive wood carving. And of course, we brought up, built up and bought up large to support them, meaning that I had to pay excess baggage to bring uh, all my souvenirs back into the country, I recall, including this little donkey who came uh, from Bethlehem. So he's here tonight to remind me. But this year, sadly, there are no celebrations in Bethlehem, no Christmas trees or lights, no thousands of pilgrims flocking to celebrate. Christmas is cancelled in Bethlehem this year, or at least its festivities, in solidarity with the suffering people of Gaza, just 50 miles away to the south. And of course, grief and fear lies very close to the surface in the whole of the Holy Land for those mourning loved ones killed in the horrific violence and destruction on and since October the 7th those longing for the return of those many still held hostage, and the never-ending nightmare of the 85% of the population of Gaza 
displaced from homes that are not there for many to return to. Grieving the loss of 20,000 members of families, the majority of them women and children. That incessant bombing impacting even hospitals and schools and places of worship. And with the coming of recent winter weather and flooding, the spread of disease and famine like wildfire. I guess we all have our favourite nativity scenes, and maybe you have one out at home. But you may have seen on the news perhaps the most poignant nativity scene this year, and we can show it there, uh, which is in the Lutheran Christmas Church, it's called, in Bethlehem. And it's simply a pile of rubble, and there in the rubble, is the Christ child, and he's being frantically searched for by all the other characters of the nativity story around the edge. It's a powerful image in itself, but perhaps made even more so by the message it conveys. One of the prophetic names given to the infant Jesus was Emmanuel, which means God with us. So can we dare to say, as did this church in Bethlehem, that God is with us under the rubble? God is with us under the rubble, even under the rubble of the destruction of war. Can this be a message of deepest solidarity from the people of Bethlehem? to the people of Gaza. God is with us even under the rubble. I wonder, does this in some way go to answer the cry of our hearts when yet again we see the news around the world and see people in pain, mourning, crying out in agony at the loss of their loved ones? And we and they can cry out, where is God in all the suffering mass of humanity? God is with us under the rubble. That image reminds me of another one, one of the most powerful images of the Holocaust, written by Holocaust survivor and Nobel Peace Prize winning Jewish writer, Eli Wiesel. And in his book, simply called Night, he writes of a group of concentration camp prisoners watching a young boy being hanged. And one of the prisoners cries out, where is God now? And Wiesel writes, and I heard a voice within me answer him, Where is he? Here he is. He is hanging here on this gallows. God is with us under the rubble. And of course, poignantly, we have our own experience of a city becoming rubble of lives lost and so many lives impacted forever, including your own.
You all, I know, have your stories told and retold or perhaps held deep in your hearts. Thirteen years on with a city mostly rebuilt, mostly risen from the ashes, I wonder, are we able to say, God was with us then and God is with us now? as we face a new year with all its uncertainties on a national and international level, with all the challenges that we may face in our own lives and families that are known and perhaps unknown to us now. Next to that little Christ child in the rubble is placed a lit candle and we light candles here tonight, proclaiming that Christ is the light of the world. We heard in our great Christmas gospel the bold claim of John the Evangelist, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So can we say this in faith tonight? that in the birth of the Christ child is God with us, the word made flesh like us. God entered into our world, God's tent pitched in our neighbourhood, in our earthly reality, with all its ups and downs. A God who is willing to live on our earth and die on a gallows, and then rise again to new life, to show, as Desmond Tutu said, goodness is stronger than evil. Love is stronger than hate. Life is stronger than death. Light is stronger than darkness. May it be so for us, for those we love, for the world God loves this Christmas and into the new year to come. Amen.